um, to me, I'm willing to give as much information as I can that I went through that I know of about the direct provision and, you know, how most of us arrive here. This is part two of Toomey's story. In this episode, we hear how Toomey has arrived in a new direct provision center. Listen in to hear about Toomey's experience going through direct provision in Ireland. This podcast was brought to you by Let's Help. The interview was carried out by Louisa May. So now here we are in, 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 in like a temporary accommodation. It was, it's, it's not actually, you know, when you have kids, kids are asking you, mommy, why did you have to leave our house and come here? Why did you have to leave our cars, everything, and come and live here like this? I mean, going to the hotel for them was like, you know, going on a holiday whereby they go to yeah. on holiday and they will stay in a hotel for a yeah. couple of days and then come back and then they had fun and that's it. So now here we are, we're staying in a hotel, a temporary accommodation. You can't cook, you can't do anything. You have to um, to queue for food. By the time sometimes you get to the food, some people have already finished the food. And when you ask again that, um, listen, the food is finished and stuff like that, they will bring, you know, alternatives. As long as you guys can just put something into your stomach, which was so, so not okay with the kids. Um, The kids kept on asking, but why do we have to live like this? Can't we go back home? You know, mm-hmm. and you can't tell the kids that, you know, reason we, we left home is because of this and that, you yeah. know, you're telling them that we're coming to build a new life, a new future for them and stuff like that. But then they don't see it as a, yeah. as a, 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 a good life because they're not used to that. They yeah. will ask you, why aren't you cooking your food? Yeah. Because... We want to eat the food that you cooked. We want to eat the food that uh, we don't understand some of this food that we, is cooked here, you know. Yeah, so, that's the thing I hear a lot about people talking about missing the, just their food from home. Exactly, exactly. And they will, like, ask you things like, you know, they just boil food and they just give it to us. I don't like this food. I can't eat this food. Mm -hmm. You know, my little one, you know, he is very skinny and he became more skinnier because of Mm. uh, the food issue, you know. Mm. He he just couldn't take it anymore. Mm. Okay, fine. Um. At some stage, I went and I I complained to them and I told them, listen, I even wrote to Raya and I said, listen, um, we we are here. We have people that uh, are elder people. We have uh, yeah, kids and stuff like that. Like people are not considerate of kids, you know, mm. on what kids must eat, you know. And which is not right. I feel that 
kids must be able to to have certain food that they would like to eat because now our kids are complaining and it's not easy because um every time whenever we we go to the queue and queue for the food by that time we get there the food is already finished you know so sometimes kids will sleep without eating or i'll have to take the 38 euro that they give me go to the shops buy some things for the kids so that they can eat and then come back you know mm. because i mean they gave us that money so that we can it must be for our upkeep not for us to be able to buy food yeah. so basically that's what that that is what was happening yeah i heard that people end up kind of if you to buy the basic supplies it means choosing between like going hungry or yes. toothpaste or whatever for the week mm-hmm. um there was once there's a center that i went to that said that they are only allowed to use their voucher in the shop within the center mm-hmm. and that it that they were being charged six euros for a tube of toothpaste you know just like top end prices for like tampons and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so then they could they kept they couldn't the 40 year old wasn't getting them very far essentially exactly because now um the centers are so different you'll you'll yeah. find that centers that you go to every one of them they have their own agenda mm. they want to make money all they want to do is just to make money, get money into their pockets. They don't care about how you guys feel, mm. um, how you guys are going on and stuff like that. So um, because I kept on sending emails and complaining, mm. they realized that I'm complaining a lot. Yeah. And then they 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 sent me a letter for to remove me to go to the other place another emergency accommodation again which was in um, in court town so by then we were in court town hotel when we arrived that day they removed about three of us we were the only people that were complaining and we were, three of us were from south africa mm-hmm. and um the three of us they removed they put us in different places Okay, with me, they took me to court town. And mm. when I got to court town, it was hell. It was like I digged my own grave or something. Because when I got to court town, it was a matter of, I got the, the hotel just opened. I was the first person to arrive in that place. Apparently the hotel has been closed for a while and then after they got this contract, I was the first person to be sent there. When I got there, the place was dirty, filthy, and smelling mold. Everywhere spider webs, like it was hell. It was so dirty. So I was like, God, what is this now? And Okay, fine. I re- I thought to myself, you know what? Just bear with it. Stop complaining. Mm. Just see what's going to go on. By the time I got there, the managers, the owners, they acted as if 
everything was going to be e okay and all those kind of things. They said, no, don't worry. We're fixing the place and stuff like that. And uh, the place will be in good good order within two months and stuff like that. So you guys will enjoy the place and what, 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 what and stuff. Okay, they gave me my room with my boys, which I have a 10-year-old boy, who, which we had to share the room. He had his own bed. I had my own. And the, the other big bed I had to share with my 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 little boy. Okay. Anyway, it was same setup as where I'm coming from. Anyway, so I was like, <laughs> what can I, yeah. I suppose you're what, probably lucky. You're a political. You know, you have the skills of fighting for fighting. For you exactly. <laughs> You thought you'd get a time off from it in Ireland, but... Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me just... Um, and But I had chest problems, you know, yeah. like when the carpet is dirty and there's lots of smells, I get blocked in anyway, all those kind of... You know, it's, you know. Yeah. so um, this, this other lady is me. She gave me a machine, one of the, the 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 thing that you know it's taking out the dust or from the floor and then puts it in the machine. She said, you know, maybe use this for some time and see how it will work. And I said, okay. And I started using that in the room. But every time I go out, there's a smell. But inside the room, at least it was helping a bit. Mm. And then the management. Um, Months went, the place was still getting fixed. Every day, lots of dust going on. The laundry was dirty. Every, like the laundry was damp. Every time we walk into the laundry, it was even wet, like literally wet. So everything was just the food. They would buy um, frozen food from Aldi, whatever, and just come and put it in the fryer in the deep fryer, just give it to us and mash potato and just give it to us. Yeah. No. And I've seen so, pictures of the food and one day it was like a bowl of just rice with the chicken ball on top. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just two chicken balls. You know. There's no nutrients in it. There's nothing. There is so absolutely nothing. And you know, and I asked them, like, is this what we're going to eat, like, the rest mm -hmm. of our lives? I mean, this is the kind of food we're going to be eating. You know, they wouldn't mind if the food is not finished. People didn't eat food because sometimes it was tiring to eat that kind of food. Yeah. And people will go out and buy maybe bread or whatsoever and, mm -hmm. you know, make their own sandwiches and eat. Mm. And... They would keep that food the following day they will give us same food you know mm. so um it was really tiring in such a way that the place was in a mess it, like absolutely and the worst part they ended up putting lots of people because now they could see that there's lots of people coming in so they wouldn't mind whenever um Rhea calls and said you have a space yes we have a space and they will pack people inside their rooms now. 
mm. you know, like there was this room. I was even helping them to fix the room. They put like four beds inside the room, but the room was as little as it could contain only two be- two rooms, two, two, two beds. But for them, they put about four single mm-hmm. beds inside. They were like, there was no even a space yeah. in between, you know, just for people to, for, just for them to be able to make money. For, just for them to be able to make money. And I wrote to Masi and I told them, listen, this is what is happening. And honestly, I can't take this anymore. And honestly, I can't take this anymore. That article on, on the thing, on the internet. The moment they saw it, uh, the manager started screaming at me. And um, the owner, not the manager, actually, the owners of Court Town. They said, I'm ungrateful. They started swearing at me, calling me names. Mm. Do you want to destroy our hotel? Who the hell do you think you are? Do you even have a business? Do you know what it is to run a business and stuff like that? How can you want to destroy somebody else's business? Like literally, I'm the person who doesn't talk back at people, you know, Mm. but then the way he made me angry, I ended up talking back to him and I said, you know what, I'm not here to destroy you, but do the right thing for the people, you know. You you cannot keep us here and expect us to be happy. So he started swearing, calling me names and all, all those sorts of things and stuff like that. And it became very, very terrible for me. And then what they did, they went to the whole people in the in the place and they told them to be you know to turn against me not to talk to me not to you know so everybody all the residents started not talking to me and i felt like you know i was in prison i felt like things are not going well with me here because me eating their food again you know i don't know these people are preparing my food. What if, you know, what if they even put poison in that food? Because they are the ones preparing that food. I felt like unsafe. Um, to me, I'm willing to give as much information as I can that I went through that I know of about the direct provision and, you know, how most of us arrive here. This is part two of Tumi's story.